Yes, you can pinch yourself, Warriors fans. This season is not a dream, and Andrew Webster is not a fictional character. This is real life. A prelim final against the Broncos at Suncorp felt like an alternate reality away from where the club has been over the last few years, and there are so many storylines to be swept up in. The two clubs have shared some rich history, including the first game of the Warriors' existence, a very even head-to-head record, and, of course, a handful of greats who have worn both jerseys. And Brent Tate falls into that category quite comfortably. Uh, We're so lucky to have him available to us this morning on the eve of this great clash. Uh, Brent Tate, good morning to you, and thanks for your time. Good morning, mate. How are you? Well, we're pretty damn good over here, as you can probably suspect. And and I I think the reason why is we went through it uh, 12 months ago. I can't think really um, that it's got to this stage or uh, this far down the track uh, on the evidence of what we saw. Can you quite believe it? No, I guess not. But I I tell you, it's it's wonderful to watch. It's wonderful to see. um, And it's wonderful to feel, to be honest. I could, you know, in 2008, when we went on that bit of a run, um, and had the blackout semi-final against the Roosters. Uh, it, it's a feeling in my career that I've never had before, and um, I, I'm really envious of, you know, what the guys are living and breathing at the moment, playing for the Warriors, and you know, the whole country getting behind them, mate. It's um, it's awesome. But I guess when you look at it, it's been a really tough year, few years for the Warriors. No, no club's done it tougher. So, you know, be back home, be settled. Um, you know, bought some wonderful players, and it's just so good to see where they're at. Brent, uh, not only a big turnaround for the Warriors, but the same could be said to a slightly less degree about the Broncos. They've, they've had to rebuild somewhat. Yeah, they certainly have. Uh, you can definitely throw both those teams in that in that category, you know, where they've had a really tough lean couple and then... Sometimes when you think you're as far off as you are and you're down the bottom of the ladder, it doesn't take much to turn it around. But within the organisation, um, you know, a couple of pieces to the puzzle that are missing and then all of a sudden, you know, your fortune started to turn around and things start to, start to happen. And, you know, Reece Walters, I think he's a you know, host of guys at the Warriors, you could say the same, I guess. And, um, mate, it's just, again, wonderful that both clubs are going well because when they're going well, rugby league inevitably is going well, you know, so it's great to see. So how does this play out for you? I mean, uh, over here, of course, the the Warriors are even even in our market. They're pretty much the underdogs by quite a margin. But the Broncos are coming off a week off here. The Warriors are bouncing back off probably their best performance of the season. How does this play out for you? Look, I, I do think Brisbane will be really hard to beat. Uh, just with the week off at this time of year, I, I just know how invaluable that is. Um, but in saying that, you know, the Warriors are riding, uh, riding the wave of emotion that the whole country's behind them. Everyone's talking about them. Everyone's second favourite team. Uh, mate, there'll be a whole host of, um, you know, Kiwi supporters at Suncorp Stadium. So, 
Look, I'm excited about it. Um, it's a game of rugby league, mate. You never know. And, you know, if, if the Warriors can start well, get the crowd into it, um, they'll give themselves every chance. I was reading an article where Steve Renouf and uh, Kevy Walters have been talking to the team this uh, week about the Broncos, uh, about what it means to be a Brisbane Bronco. What does it mean in Brisbane to be a Brisbane Bronco? Um, I think there's a real sense of pride or responsibility when you put the Broncos jersey on. It's such a club that demands success and always has. Um, and that certainly hasn't been there the last couple of years or last few years until Kevy's arrived. Um, you, when, when the Broncos are playing well, the whole of Queensland feels like it's going well for some reason. Um, you know, that they have a sense of swagger and a bit of arrogance, and they've certainly got that at the moment, Brisbane, and I mean that in a good way. Um, or, so, uh, look, as I said, there's a real, there's a real sense of responsibility and... Um, pride when you put on that Broncos jersey because they, you know, they're the biggest club in the league, and and when you play for them, along that comes a whole heap of pressure and expectation. And um, you know, when when you're on top and you're playing well, what they are at the moment, it, it's a great place to play. You know, it's the most professional club I ever played at, and it, it's 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 a cool place to be when it's going well. Let's uh, look at the two sides. If we can look at a, a two or three key matchups. Uh, if we, uh, it'll be great, Brent, and particularly the back three. Now, um, Nick, Charles Nickel Clock's dad, for us in, anyway, has had one hell of a season, uh, and so too has Reese Walsh. So you've got your two number ones, and then you've got your wingers. How do how, how do you, the back threes match up for you? Yeah, well, I, I think the Warriors back three probably have a bit of an edge. Actually, I mean they've been outstanding all year. The way they've started their sets off, and um, the way they've you know brought the ball back all year. They've brought it back with you know, some real venom. Um, Montoya and um, Dallin are, are what, two wonderful players that play aggressive style of footy. Um, and, and you need that when you're, um, you know, from your back five to get your set started off. It's so important in rugby league now. So, you know, those guys, I think that, you know, they, they're probably on the wings um, outpoint the Broncos a little bit. Um, you know, they've got some great players too, but I think the Warriors just tip the scales there. And then obviously... Contrasting styles between Reese Walsh and Chance. Chance probably is a more involved player, um, where Reese, obviously at the moment with his speed and that X factor that he's got, he, it's incredible to watch. So, uh, made a great matchup, a really awesome one. Um, and, and you know, again, if everyone plays well to their potential on the weekend, it's it's going to be a hell of a game. Ezra Mann, uh, Adam Reynolds, uh, Tamari Martin, Sean Johnson, the, the guys that will probably dictate field position, they'll dictate a lot of the tactics. How do you see that? Yeah, I, look, the, the, the two number sevens is obviously a critical battle. Um, you know, both hugely important to their teams from an experienced point of view um, and the way they control the team. So... Uh, a really big battle. I think one of the things with the Warriors too, you got to understand, is you, you guys lost Metcalf, um, who was going enormous only a few weeks ago, and then you bring Tamari in, who hasn't played a hell of a lot of footy. So, for them to sort of gel as quick as they did last week against Newcastle, I, I thought they've done really well. But, um, mate, again, I, I think it's a bit of a flip of the coin. Um, I love Ezra Mam as a player. I think he is a little superstar, uh, but he's been playing a bit injured the last few weeks, so. Yeah, look, you know, in those two positions, is a probably flip of the coin. The forward pack. Uh, we're talking uh, earlier this morning um, with another guest, and we were talking about 
uh, the, the ability for the Warriors to get parity. Do you, do you think they can do that against this very accomplished Brisbane Broncos pack? Oh, they've definitely got a pack to match them, mate, the Warriors, for sure. Um, you know, at the end, mate, rugby league's an old game, and it's always been one in the forwards and always will be, um, and this will be no different. Um, I think the Warriors really showed or set the platform last week when their big guys really ripped into Newcastle. Like they, they, they set the platform really early on. And, um, you know, look, I, I think both packs are, are, are wonderful packs. They're both exciting. They both can play footy. They're both tough. So, um, you know, the more I'm starting to talk about it, the more I'm starting to think, you know what, this isn't going to be as one-sided as I thought it was. Um, you know, mm. when you... I guess line them up player for player, mate, the Warriors have certainly got uh, enough firepower to beat them, that's for sure. So just tell us, uh, you know, from your memory, you, you've won a, 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 an NRL uh, premiership. You've done that. You, you know, what is it at this time of the year that is the point of difference? Is it, is it handling the pressure? Is it, is it minimising mistakes? I mean, it's slightly different than your, your run-of-the-mill games because, of course, uh, when you play your, your normal season games, you, you, there is another game next week. Um, but what does it mean at this time of the year? Mate, it it is different um, and there is a lot more pressure um, and there's a lot more expectation and you you are playing for keeps. As we we all know, the loser bounds out this week. So, mate, it is about handling the pressure. It is really about executing your game plan and and doing that to the absolute best of your ability. I think uh, that that becomes critical. Um, You know, in these games, you can't be turning over cheap ball and giving away cheap penalties. Like, the, the, you know, the plan the coaches will both lay out is so important that you stick to that plan, you execute it really well, um, and hold your nerve. And, and one of these things, you know, these big games, they usually come down to moments. Um, and, you know, when those moments present themselves, you've got to, you've got to nail them. Um, and inevitably, that that's the difference between winning and losing. The team that, you know nails those big moments and and you know when they come they score a try off a off a you know off a pass or you know you know take a take a catch where they should do um mate it's that's where it becomes critical it's it's the little moments and and making sure you nail them when the opportunities present themselves so what kind of uh, atmosphere are you anticipating here are we looking at state of origin type of fanaticism i mean we're expecting there will be a fairly large contingent of uh, warrior supporters there yeah, oh, mate, I, I think it'll be half and half, to be honest. And, I, like, I used to love playing in front of the Kiwi people because they, it is like a real origin-like atmosphere. Like, they get into it better than anyone. Um, so, mate, I, I think it'll be, an, I think you're right, I, I think it'll be an origin-type atmosphere. I, I think it'll be, like, no other sort of club game or that we've ever seen before. I think, you know, if it's tight and it's close, uh, mate, it, that, that place will be rocking like origin night and, um, I always used to say to people, my favourite place in the world to play at is Suncorp Stadium on Origin Night. My second favourite place in the world to play at is Mount Smart, whether there was 8,000 or there was you know 25,000 packed in there, I don't care. It was just a wonderful place to play in front of those fans. So, uh, mate, it'll be one. I'm so jealous that you know those guys get to run out and play in front of that, mate. It'd, it'd be like something else. Another one, um, and we're looking at the Storm and the Panthers. 
how, uh, could they break them down? Could the Storm, could Bellamy's mob, could they go there and break them down? Uh, and just how good are this Panthers group? Who, do, who are they akin to in NRL modern history? Oh, well, I think you probably have to go back to the 92-93 Bronx side, I think, for the Panthers. You know, they, um, you know that that's where I see them sitting as far as, you know, how great they are. And um, I think it really depends on whether Jerome Hughes plays. I, I don't think Melbourne can beat them um, if, he, if he's out injured. Um, and he's still carrying that calf injury. So if Jerome Hughes doesn't play, I don't think the Storm are going to have enough to beat them. But, um, you know, one thing about Melbourne is... You know, I've written them off all year and, you know, I said they're not the team they used to be and here they are playing in a prelim final. It is incredible what they've been able to do and what Craig Bellamy's done, especially this group, because, you know, they've got some really gun players on that side, but there's a whole host of no-names that no one talks about. They go out and get the job done every week. So um, I can't see them beating the Panthers, um, but if there is a club and a coach that can pull it off, it is Craig Bellamy in the storm. Well, we're looking forward to uh, a real feast. Only two games, but I think uh, they'll cater for rugby league fans over the weekend. Uh, Brent, absolutely fantastic to speak to you this morning. I know uh, you've got a vested interest in this game uh, tomorrow night because of your proud history uh, with both clubs. Uh, thanks for making yourself available and, and enjoy the occasion. Oh, I definitely will, mate. And just before I go up the wires. Good on you. It's gone down and it's gone down on the record. Uh, when Brent Tate says up the was, we all sit up and, and take notice, mate. So uh, thank you. Uh, thank you again. It's been great chatting. Take care. Thank you.